Okay, today's daf is daf Mem Zayin. And we uh, began halach yesterday, we saw the machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamin regarding if someone has minim harber, it says, Rabbi Yehuda says, if there's min sheva shiva, meaning shivata minim, that takes precedence. Whereas Chachamim says, al mehen shiritzer, meaning chaviv seems to be taken, that which the person wants seems to take precedence. So the Gemara is going to refine this debate now. It says, Rabbi Shub and Levi Amar, ma pligin Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Rabbanan, when, is they, when are they cholek? That is when he was going to eat, he planned to eat bread after it. Okay? That's important. Why? If he wasn't going to eat bread, then everyone agrees. If there is a shivata minim amongst the choice of brachot, you say, of the same brachas, we're saying, he makes a bracha on that. Now, why is that? Already Reb Chaim. He says, in other words, if he's, if he's going to have bread after it, meaning, he wants to eat some fruit beforehand. Since he doesn't have to make a bracha for Berkat Amazon is going to exempt him from all these brachot. That's when you prick the adif. That's when the chachamim achoyle. However, if you're not, um, in other words, he says, if, however, you're not going to have bread, that means you're going to have to make a brachrona anyway. And since you're going to have to make a alhaetz, therefore the shivata minim, even chachamim would agree. Now, why is it if you make bracha on, if you make bracha on uh, something before the food, you don't have to make that benching is potterat? So I'll read you the Pnei Moshe. The Pnei Moshe says, I'm a few lines into the Pnei Moshe. It says, a timer, why? Since the, the various fruit you're eating is you're eating for the soda, meaning, meaning you're doing it as like an appetizer. And, these no and therefore it appears to be like, um, like those foods you eat during the soda. The what? They're, they're coming. To... One, one second. But these are food that you're, um, say, you're not bringing, you're not having in the meal with bread. It's like a dessert. There you have to make a bracha before. Why? If you have these extra things, you have to make a bracha in the meal. So for hachanami, these things trying to draw your appetite, like to eat bread. Doesn't require bracha after before. Because the bracha, the bracha you're making of bread exempts it. In other words, since you're not just having a snack before the meal and then forget, oh my gosh, it's dinner time. Rather, you're eating these foods for the purpose of the meal, like to, to really create an appetite, like cocktails before uh, for the dinner. Let's try to build an appetite. That's why benching exempts them. Okay, that was like a, just a, to understand why Benjamin was entered. But back to the, the actual Gemara itself. So in other words, it's according to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, it sounds like the Machloket regarding, do I, is it Chaviv or Shivat Tamanim that goes first? That's only when you're not going to make Barachar Chorna after. Because benching is going to exempt you from it for the reasons we explained by Pnei Moshe, like in the Pnei Moshe. However, if you're going to have to make a Barachar Chorna, then you should do Shivat Tamanim because that's got the more refined or special Bracham, Bracham Ein Shalosh, that we say after, after you consume it. And that would pater other fruit. I think it's a Shachar of Paskin. Okay. Um, you'd give, I think. Um, fine. So let's continue. 
However, Amar Ababa, Ababa disagrees. He says, Tzarich Levarech Basov. Whether or not you have pat after it, you, or you have to make a bracha for now if you have any food before, before your meal. So Amar Rav Yossi, Hada Rabba, that which Rabba says, that seems to plead you out of Rabbi Yeshua. He's Cholek on Rabbi Yeshua Malevi that we just read. The Rabbi Yeshua Malevi Amar, Mapling, what's Mapling, Rabbi Yehuda Berevanan, Veshiabba Tato Lechol Pat. When you're going to have bread after. Aval Eim Bedato Lechol Pat, Kol Amodesh, Imi Eshpenehem, In Sheva Allah Umavarat. Now, if you're not going to have bread after it, then you'd have everyone agrees you have to make Shiva Tamanit. Now, again, that svara, that basis of the chiluk only makes sense if you say that if you had this fruit before the meal, you don't have to make a bracha achorna, like I've already explained to you. The, so, therefore, Rabbi Abba that says if you're going to have a meal after or not, you always have to make a bracha achorna, that's this, they, they do not work with one another. That's makloket, as the grad takes out this line, but as Rabba, that's Rechlebarachos. Okay. Now, what happens as follows. Gemara continues. Lo birech na'aset So lo birech, now we're saying here, he, he says, we're explaining now the reason of um, the Rabbi Abba. Because if you if you read the Pei Moshe, this is like a tmir, it's coming as a kasher on it. But let's just simplify. Um says, v'kama time the Rabba, she'ima ta'al me'u basof, ele tfeila. Now this is in quite a chidosh here, says. Because in other words, he, this seems to support Shittab Rav, Rav, Rav Abba, or Rav Ba, same person, um, that, in other words, what was his thing? He says, if you eat before the meal um, fruit and you're going to have make a moitzi after, you still have to make a bracha achrona. You still have to. Why? Because it says, you don't have to, that it's that it's apart, and pat portarto, and pat exempts it from your bracha achrona, you wouldn't have to make a bracha rishona. But why? It seems a bit strange. This is a bit difficult for us because I'll finish, I'll finish reading it off in the Gemara and then I'll read back in Reb Chaim. Anytime you've got Ikar and Tafel, if you make a bracha on the Ikar, you don't have to make a bracha on the Tafela. And to make this, this support make sense, I read Reb Chaim, the sphere laid a filo ochela Tafela koden. That this um, position seems to be saying that, that what? That even if you ate the tafel before you ate the ikar, you still wouldn't make a bracha on the tafel. Right? That's, uh, that's the position. In other words, so again, if you understand it that way, then this seems to be a complete support for Rabbi Abba. Why? Because Rabbi Abba says, if you, you, um, you have to make a, even if you make a bracha on fruit before the meal, you have to make a bracha after. Because if you say you don't, meaning the fruit's tafel to the meal, but even despite the fact you're having before the meal, all these appetizers before the meal, then you wouldn't have to make a bracha rishona. The fact you say you agree with me, you have to make a bracha rishona, means it's not tafel to the meal. So therefore, you have to make a bracha achrona as well. Uh, interesting. Again, uh, as with always, we're seeing the sugis other ways to understand it, but I'll, we'll just, again, we'll stick with Rukhai. Okay, let's continue. Hanagar Grismata. Now, a grismata is, it's a, Rav Chaim says it's a type of meal that's made primarily of turmasin. It has other things mixed into it. Lupines, I think it is in English. I know it's a turmasin. Amar Rav, Amar Rav Levi. Now, what do you have to make a bracha? Mavrech ala turmasa. You make a bracha on the turmasa. And Amar Rav Levi, al shem al tigzol dal ki dalhu. What's al tigzol dal ki dalhu? So again, I'll read you, read you, read you Rav Chaim inside. He says, What's a He says, It's not the meal they had before, mainly with turmasim, and add other ma'afa, mezonot with it. 
or the mezonot, the other mezonot that were tend to be tapel to it. Or ah, uh, in other words, what do we do? So when he says altik zoldal kidalhu, you know, don't steal from the, the, the death of the poor, if you like, because he's poor, he says atumus is dal. He understands a food that as, as its nature is a dal because it's very, very bitter and it requires a lot of bishul to get it, get it, give it some flavor. Okay, so it sounds like you, sounds like he had that, despite the fact you've got mazonet mixed in with it, you do that, you bake a bracha on the tumus. I'm not sure why, we'll have to flesh this out soon. That the Gemara then continues, Ad kudun b'shiyesh b'dato l'chol pat. Lo b'ato lo pat, lo b'da. So again, this fits in the sugya. That's only when you were going to have after this tumor, so they came before the meal bread. Why? Because as we said, since you're not making bracha chona, you make it in the tumor, seems to be it's chaviv, perhaps. Um, like the chachamin. However, if you're not going to bench after it, and you're going to have to make the bracha chona, or potentially bracha chona, you should make a bracha on the mazona. Okay, that again fits in with this sugya, not like Rabbi Abba, like Rabbi, but like the first shita, Rabbi Shuvan Levi. Now, what's the what's the whole what's at play here? Rabbi Chaim didn't elaborate, but the the Pnei Moshe says it seemed to be initially, and he says it seems to be an ikar tafel type of idea, tumrasimet ikar, and then it's then the dab thinks to be tafel. However, that's a bit difficult. The reason why it's a bit difficult because ikar tafel, what difference does it make if you're doing benching after or not? So therefore, he says it's more of Inyan in the second Pnei Moshe. He says, Akan Tumusa is Chaviv. It's an Inyan of Chaviv, and then it fits in nicely with the way we explained it for the Mishnah. However, what I find really interesting is the, um, the way the Haredim read this part. He says, he says that the Grismata, he says it's a Megen of Tumusa, Tumusa Mim Harbe, Alderach Egoz Metugan Bedvash, etc. He says, What do you do? You make it on the Tumusa, the Lord Temakiban Tusa Min Bazui. He says, what's a half a minute you wouldn't make it on to a tumusa? You might think the thing that tumusa is something that's subpar. I mean, it's not something you'd serve in front of kings. Then you wouldn't define it as an ikar, despite the fact it is the ikar. And despite the fact that's the ikar of the meal you're having, you're all these other things around it. You might think that the, the principle of ikar and tafel wouldn't apply to tumusa because it's a min shaf, like it's a min bazui. Um, however, so in other words, since we, since we meant Ikar and Tafel, that's why it comes up, that's why it's bringing up here. But I do Ikar and Tafel, etc. But then what's the continuation when it says, or the uh, Kadun? He says, no, we've, we've given our conclusion. The Brach on Tumasa, this is a question on Ikar and Tafel, it's got nothing to do with before and after food. It's just a question. What Bracha do we make on this uh, Grismata? When the Gemara then continues and says, Ad Kadun B'Shesh Datol, he, the, the Haredim says, no, it's a Pesaka Talmud. It's a psaka tamud, the pasik of and Levi, that again, the machlok in the mission is only when you do, you're going to be following the, that, the entree, if you like, or the appetizer with bread. So it's completely two separate things. And that solves our problem. Because if the question begins with Ikar and Tafel, what difference does it make if you're having a, a following with bread or not? It shouldn't make a difference. If we're establishing what is Ikar, what is Tafel, game over. Um, so that's why, that's why I also brought the Haredim to say, you're right, it is game over. They're passing you, you the, the, the psak is, Tumas is Ikar, Despite the fact it's dull, that was a havimina. Now, um, once we've established that, the next line of the Gemara is just saying, or like, uh, let's continue. Rabban, uh, Rabbanan, uh, sorry, sorry, Rabban Gamliel said, Zuga salak gabe ilin de There was a particular pair of people that came before Bey Dianai. Chamtum, they saw, Nasvim Zeta, they were taking Zetin, Umavarachim with name Lachare. They were having, making, this, they were taking Zetin before the meal, and they made a bracha before and after it. Amalu the Abdiv Kedin, did they do right? 
Meaning, this seems to be, if you remember, they're making bracha before and after, despite the fact they're following with a meal. That seems to be like who? Like Rabbi Abu, right? Whereas Rabbi Shubin Levi seems to be the, the basis of his chiluk in the Mishnah was, if you have these foods and appetizers before the meal, you wouldn't make a bracha after them. So Rabbi Zira Shalach Sha'al Rabbi Shmuel of Bar Nachman, and he said, Rav Kana B'Shem Rabbi Avina said, Kol Amamodish, im yesh benehem min sheva, sheva, he makes a bracha on them. So what's that? That's pulling it back to Shittah Rabbi Shubin Levi. In other words, from this explanation of the Mishnah, that if everyone, if you're going to be following with bread, that everyone who agrees to make a bracha on Shiva must mean that if you're following with bread, you're not making bracha achrona. So in other words, in other words, it was that's correct. Meaning what they were doing was wrong by when they're having the zaytin before the meal, making bracha before and after it. So, and we see from here, it says, uh, When the Rabbanu went to do Kiddush HaKadosh, they would have grapes, they would make a bracha after it. Now, how is it possible to make a bracha? The only rationale that they make a bracha after it would be, it must be that they were going to follow that with a meal. So you see quite clearly, again, the conclusion here is that, um, that, that, if, you, that if you're eating this food that's leading to the meal, and um, prior to Amoetzi, you would make a bracha after it. Let's continue. Ayula Fanal, let's say it was in front of him. Minim Harbe. He has so, sh, mini, so Minim Shiva. He has lots of different things from the Shivata Minim. Al There seems to be, according to the Ushami here, there seems to be no precedence. Whichever the Shivata Minim you prefer, you go, for, you, you take it. However, Taman Amrin in Babel, they say, Kola Kodem la Mikra, Kodem la Bracha, as way more familiar. That in the past, the pasuk that lists Shvatinamim, Eretz Kitavas Ragevetena, etc., that those that are close to the beginning of the pasuk, or as we also explain, close to the word Eretz, right? First Eretz, second Eretz. It says in the pasuk, Eretz Okay. In other words, that that there's a there's a there's a level of precedence even with the Shvatinamim, that those that are closer to the uh, like how far the way are from the word Eretz, that would make them go, uh, that would that, that that wouldn't go before the other one. So Chital Sera, Chita goes before Sera. And then it's Eretz Zayt Shemad Udvash, so Zayt would go before Seorah, because Zayt is close to the Eretz, and Seorah is the I think. Uh, let's continue. Not, yeah, fine. Next Mishnah. Oh, halacha. If someone makes a bracha before the mazon, he would, uh, uh, on yain that is, he would make a bracha, he would, he would potter the yain achar mazon. Now, what's achar mazon? This is important. This is after they took away the, the, um, the meal. They would still drink wine before benching. We're talking about the wine before benching, importantly, because if they're already benched, it's already a hefsek, you have to make a bracha on wine. Okay? Now, birecha la parperet. Parperet is a type of, again, there's a discussion here that Yerachim says this type of mazonot used to have before the meal. Uh, Rosh Surilo says it's actually also dagim, another fish, another type of uh, you know, cocktails uh, before the meal. If you make the bracha parperet shalif neha mazon, it's patar ta parperet shalachar mazon. It exempts the, uh, the, the, uh, any parperet you'd have after, like the dessert. I read Reb Chaim. He says, They used to drink wine before for meal. They used to bring also nice, nice sweet things. To build an appetite. Then they'd bring the table in front of them. After they finished meal, they'd take away the table because each person had an individual table. Okay? They would then drink wine and have some dessert. 
והיינו דה אמר שאם בירך על היין שלפני המזון, נת פטר לאחר המזון, like explain to you. Okay, fine. So let's continue. Um, בירך על הפרט לפני המזון, פטר לפני המזון. בירך על הפת, פטר את הפרפרת. Meaning this is talking about within the meal. Or and then it's If makes a bracha on some mazona, it wouldn't exempt him from the pat. So It also wouldn't exempt him from masa kadera. Masa kadera, he's he Rabbi explains doesn't mean anything because who like a porridge, a The the bracha would be breaking Therefore, in berech ala paperet, af maaseh kader lo patar. Baking brach on this paperet, this small uh, mazona things, wouldn't exempt you from these porridge-like um, foods. Okay? Why? De lo patar paperet, af maaseh kader lo patar paperet, ela lekinuach u maaseh kader lezun. Why? Because paperet is more like an appetizing sweet thing, and the maaseh kader is part of the substance of the meal, so therefore it can't really exempt you for something that's more ikar uh, part of the meal. Okay, let's look at the Gemara. Amr Abchista. Lo tenin ela berech al hayayin shlitmeh bazon patarat al hayayin shlachar amazon. Abel im berech al hayayin shbetoch amazon lo patar et hayayin shlachar amazon. Meaning we said if you make a bracha on wine before the meal, it exempts you on wine after the meal. However, if you made a bracha on wine during the meal, that wouldn't exempt you for after the meal. Now, why is that? That is because the nature, why did they drink wine during a meal? That was only for, for digestion purposes. It wasn't for enjoyment or pleasure like they'd have after the meal. So if you see inside, I'll you know, read Rish, Reb Chaim says as well, read Rish Sarilio though, he says, It's simply for digestion. It's not chashuv enough. Since you're just bringing it for digestion, that's not chashuv enough to what? Not the, the wine that follows after the meal, whether it's sort of your sweet, you know, sweet wines or dessert wines. Okay, fine. Taman Amri. There's Megan Babel, right? Amri, afilu birach alayin shilitnei mazon, lo pataratayin shilachar mazon. There, there, they say, if you make bracha on wine before the mazon, meaning just regular wine, it wouldn't exempt you for wine after the mazon. One second, ma'atanin, and once again, we just learned to the Mishnah, birach alayin shilitnei mazon, pataratayin shilachar mazon. That's a stira. How can they say that if the Mishnah says you make a bracha before the meal, it exempts the wine after the meal? So Rav Hunab Rav Yoshua ben Levi says, Chada Amar Bahadin Deshati Kunditon. Okay, meaning you have to, there's a distinction between what wine you drank before the meal. Meaning, in other words, when is a potter the wine that follows the meal? That's when it's Kunditon. Kunditon, um, the Rav Sarilio says here, that, okay, I'll read from Chaim. He says, Hainu, this yain mixed with dvash, and Adam is Kovea Saudon. And since it's more substantial, and per, people's attitude to it is more substantial, it, the, the Malay Babel must understand that that's what our mission is referring to when Banayin Shifne Amazon Potertayin Sha'achar However, regular wine that one would drink, that wouldn't exempt. Okay, um, fine. Uh, and the other, the other opinion is uh, the Kharana Amar, the Atichita said, so Rabhuna Rabbi Shurban Levi, Bahanin Shatin Khamar Batar Bilni. Batar Bilni, Bilani is usually like a bathhouse. So most of the Parshim can say it this way, so the Rechaim says, meaning, that which you have a harsh yotzen be beta merchats after the after you go to the bathhouse, they would kovim suda al hayayin for whatever reason, and therefore, um, therefore that's that's more substantial that it would also potterimayin achar amazon. Now I'll read you here interestingly the, the, uh, the few interesting, very interesting charedim. This one and the next one and the next one here I'll read you. It says the recharim says as follows. This is on Batar Bilne. It says katabarosh 
That's only when wine wasn't so uh, common. And therefore, someone has a little bit here, they're not sure they might, might not have some later. Like the places we live in now, what am I talking about Shabbat and Lamachol? Because we say when it comes to Kiddush, if someone makes Kiddush before the meal, everyone, you would potter the Aynach However, during the week, before the Mazon, wouldn't potter after the Mazon. What the, the Rosh is saying in the name of the Raiva, that actually nowadays, since, um, you know, you can buy, we can buy wine on mass here, very simply at every Makolet, um, therefore, the situation is different, and it seems to be a wood potter. Okay, um, fine. Let's read the next sugya. I should learn the next sugya. Rav Chalbo Rav Rav Huna um, said that Rav Rav said b'shem Rav Chia Ruba Pat Hababe Kesanim or Kisnim. I don't know how you pronounce it. People learn it this way. The Kisnim or the Kisanim. So Pat Hababe Kisnim. What are these foods? These seem to be literally pockets, like Mazonas food that are filled with some sweet items. That, that, that which comes achar hamazon, after the meal, they're tuning bracha, lefanea ula achareya. That would require its own bracha before and after it. Why is that? Rebbe Chaim, he says, afilu achla konen brakat hamazon, even before benching, kimen she'enu ba machmat ha since this is a dessert, it's not coming machmat ha it's not part of the meal, you can't say hamoitz is part of it. However, Rebbe Yochanan Palig, Gemara says, as Amar al-Ami, Rebbe Yochanan tzcholek on that. In other words, even before you don't need a bracha. Now, we've got a bit of time, so I'd like to read through a charedim, because it's a really important uh, charedim. Um, and yeah, why not? It says as follows. The charedim says as follows. In other words, patabak bekeisanim. He says, It's just, it doesn't come to satisfy you. It's just really a, a quinoa. The katabarosh, they're like, They're just like having fruit. If they came in the mi- middle of the meal, therefore, very interestingly, so you have these fruit-filled sort of pastry things that come in the middle of the meal. It sounds like, according to the Rosh, you'd have to make a bracha even in the middle of the meal. Avalarashpa, he continues, says no. That would be considered parperet. This is an important thing. Because we said that parperet we saw that was also considered that. He says, no, he understands that these they are, um, if, they, if they were in the middle of the meal, unlike the Rosh, the Rashba the Rosh, the Rosh says this, then they will be considered like parapera uh, tapat and the bracha would exempt it. Now, why is that? And therefore, so having these part of kisnim is not better, more adif than tainim and anabim. But tamad milta, why? Why should we chalak between these little cakes and these uh, fruitful cakes and having fruit? So we say, mishum de parperet have a pat, because this is defined as bread. Vilu kavalim sudas, we know if someone has a pat, pat of kisnim and it's kovea suda on them, Right? Or dachal minei kedei shacharim kovim alavs, or dachal minei, he eats with a kedei shacharim kovim alavs, we had a substantial amount, then you may you make a moitzi and bench on it. Ah, so in other words, you can't compare parabak kisnin to, um, to, to fruit and bed, fruit, to fruit. So what are we saying here? I'm going to skip a lot of the rest of the Haredim, and then I'm going to the, towards the end of it. We seem to have a machlok between the, the Rosh and the Rashba, regarding, again, according to this stage, this stage of the Gemara, even though the Gemara says, if you have, the, have this parabar kisnim after the meal, it, it requires an independent bracha. 
according to the first opinion, according to um, according to Rav, who said in the Chia, um, you need an independent bracha because it's not part of the meal. If it was brought in the middle of the meal, well, the Rosh says it's like fruit. It also need a bracha before it. However, the Rashba says no. Since it's, since if you had if you were called by a suda and make a moiti, if it's part of the meal, it's like part of peret. It's like part peret apart. It wouldn't require a bracha in the middle. Now, why is this so important? I'll go to jump to the end of it. It says vekatav od the din zesh lachar hamazon later hashda. The whole concept of what's called achar hamazon that time frame does not apply nowadays. Why? The bizmanam in their time have a masal kintavla they take away the table begmar suda. Um, that's when you find the concept of bata suda. That is achar asiluk. There, when the table was taken away, it was a definite action saying effectively the meal's in. Habalididan nowadays, even if we finished eating and they're bringing out dessert, anytime that they're bringing a, a plate in, or the, the plates in front of him, people have given up their mind from eating. Everyone holds nowadays pretty much that, that what we have after the meal is what is discussed in the Gemara's Betochasuda. So, which is interesting because that's where you find that the people are machalic in dessert between, say, mazonot and fruit. You see, some people do that if they make a bracha. Some people say, some make a bracha on everything, some people make a bracha on nothing. But you see the people that they make, they, they'll make a bracha on, say, fruit but not mazonot, and that must be like Shitata Rashba. Then when, who's, who differentiates between fruit and part of the Bekisnim when it comes to Brachat Betochasuda. Okay, I, I thought that was just a very interesting piece. Um, anyway, to see uh, development, how that applies. But um, yeah, that's a shift. Thank you.